0: name is Bill Matz. I'm your director of Funny Games for the Evening. What a hell of a win, What a way to start the season. A beatdown of the Pittsburgh Penguins is exactly what I was looking for. If you heard the season preview episodes, I was begging, begging! the Flyers to please just win this game. Just win this one. Like the spotlight is on you. The season started. Disappointing end to last season, but we know this team is good. And I really just wanted people to finally get the uh to finally get the Flyers experience. And I you know, not us. We're we're the diehards. We watch every game. Um <laughs> but I want the casuals to join in on this too I want everyone to hop on this bandwagon because this is a good fucking team and I, I I couldn't be more excited about what we just saw uh 56 and0 let's go absolutely gritty uh gritzy Ross why not? Uh, yeah, four good lines. I'm going to get to the comments. I always get distracted by the comments in the, in the start, but just what I wanted to say is this is the blueprint. Um, you know, they, they can clean up some turnovers. They can clean up a few things, but I thought a damn good start. And this is the blueprint. Um, Just come at teams in waves, just wave after wave, roll four lines, hit them uh, with the talent on this team, every line playing its role, Uh, all of them good four checking lines, all of them with the ability to put the puck in the net, and eventually the dam will break, and we saw exactly that. Uh, In the third period, really, Farabee's goal to end the third, uh, or to end the second, was a a great precursor for the third period. But of course, the Penguins tie it up. But from there, the Flyers just take over uh, and end up winning six to three. What an incredible win! What an incredible start to the season for everyone who was cautiously optimistic. uh, My stream's a little choppy. I'm hoping that will clear up as we get going here. But for everyone who was cautiously optimistic coming into this thing. I hope... And I'm one of those people. Listen, if you listen to the preview episodes, I was like, I think this team is really good. I think this team is uh, can accomplish a lot of great things. Again, I, I picked them to win the division. I picked them to go to the Final Four and be in the conference final. We will see if all that plays out. It's one game. One out of 56. Not one out of 82. One out of 56. But tonight was a great sign. Getting the lines rolling. Uh, power play looking strong. Good puck movement. Cash in on a couple of power plays. JVR gets a goal. Uh, Did Patrick end up getting... I know they credited him with the goal, but I didn't see the final. Let's look at the box score right now. Uh, If it loads for me here... Where are we at? Come on. Come on. Did they end up giving Patrick... Yeah, Nolan Patrick gets that goal there. I thought so, but I wasn't sure if it stuck. Uh, So Nolan Patrick gets the goal. Travis Konechny gets a goal badly needed after his playoffs. You know, JVR after last year, people were down on him, and I get it. But I think it's just a lot of really, really good signs here. I think the defense will come around. Carter Hart had his ups and downs, but in the third period, I thought it was very strong. I thought he really turned it on. Uh, after the Flyers got up big, he didn't let up any cheap ones. Uh, in the end, there, um, you know that turnover behind the net. We've said for you know going back to last season, the puck handling, uh, the decision making with the puck is kind of is kind of Carter Hart's weakness, but. Overall, I thought this was a great start to the season. Uh, Flyers get the win. They are—that's all you can ask for. And to beat up on the Penguins in this way, I'm done talking. I'm done monologuing. I want to get to all of you. Uh, But first, I just want to say, you know, if you're looking for somewhere to watch these games, maybe you're uh, trying to go to a socially distanced, uh, you know, bar, restaurant-type place— Fitzpatrick's Crest tavern in the Wildwood Crest opened year round uh Timmy Fitz big hockey guy all the games will always be on be on so check out Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern let's get to the uh let's get to the comments here because um man I'm pumped and I just want to hear from you this is about you guys it's about everyone who's been here and is just ready to start this fucking season. Uh, did I miss all the woos? No, man. Woo! I'll give you another one. You didn't miss them all. We're gonna be wooing all night. Six-three win over the Penguins deserves a few woos. Woo! Uh, love how Hart bounced back after giving up the goal to Crosby. Yeah, and that's um, that's one of the things that we've said makes uh, makes Carter Hart special. It's you know he makes the saves. He's technically sound. He's a good, strong, solid goalie, but. He seems to have the short memory. He seems to be able to refocus after allowing a goal, even a you know a game tying goal uh, a goal that's on him, like the turnover or something like that, maybe a soft one or whatever. He seems to be able to have that ability to bounce back. Look at the saves he was making at the end of that game. I realize it's six three and you know it's not the most consequential thing in the world, but pfft, He's still making the saves, and they were some good ones. He had that that Malkin turnaround shot at the end. That was a tough save, and he was right there. Let's fucking go, absolutely, Tyler. Let's fucking go. Uh, I used to think Hag was the worst D in NHL, but then I saw Matheson. <laughs> Teams with CC and Matheson on D are not making the playoffs. Hey man, we know what the Penguins are. The Penguins are a top-heavy team with a ton of talent, and they can they can take over a game and make you look silly. And we saw. We saw that a little tonight, but they're not what they were. Uh, Again, if you listen to the preview episodes, I picked the Penguins to miss the playoffs. Maybe that's optimistic on my part. You know, they have so much... uh, Crosby and Malkin, while maybe they're not, you know, top three players in the league anymore like they were uh, for for their prime, they're still very good. And they are going to win some games, but I think this division is so deep That the Penguins are going to have a tough time making it. But that's about as much as I'm going to say about the fucking Penguins all night. Because this is all about the orange and black after that big win. Uh, Let's see here. Thanks for moving these to Twitch. I hate Facebook. Yeah, I mean, as soon as we realized. And like Facebook just became a huge pain in the ass uh, with the live streaming. Like It was just so easy for a while to use Facebook Live. And then suddenly it became this other thing that was a huge pain in the ass. And it was like, well, what's the point now? And Twitch has been incredible. Again, my stream's a little choppy tonight, uh, but usually it's real good. I'm hardwired in. uh, If you're having a little trouble with the stream, I'm sorry. But it seems to have cleared up now. The Flyers' fourth line could be most teams' third line, second line if you're in Ottawa. Yeah, and that's, again, that's the... um, We've talked about this team's depth all offseason and coming into the year, really. When they set the lines, I guess it was, yeah, a week ago, last Wednesday, when they set the lines in that, in, the, in training camp, and they looked the way they looked, are these lines going to stick? Maybe, maybe not. Um, you know, that, that Patrick line with JVR and Jake, yeah, a little bit of a defensive liability. Maybe they can de- be deployed a little different. It's going to be something for Elaine Vigneault to work on, too. He's not the only one. Uh, the players aren't the only ones figuring out the chemistry and everything. Uh, maybe that line gets broken up. Maybe it gets deployed differently. Uh, like, there was one stoppage. Carter Hart makes a stop, and then uh, Patrick's out there for a defensive zone draw. Better on face-offs than most guys his age. But, like, do I want Jake and JVR out there for a defensive zone draw after a stoppage, I and it's not an icing like they didn't get caught. It was it was a save that they could have put any line out there. No, uh, but it's all it's all about deployment. But this team, like I was saying, when they set the lines, we really got to look at the depth of these forwards and the ability of Elaine Vigneault to put Couturier, Giroux, and Voracek on three different lines. Uh, and those lines be productive. It's not like one of them is out there with with Zach Ronaldo or Derek Grant or something. Uh, for The ability for all those lines to be productive, man, it, it's going to be hard for teams to deal with. And then you look at that fourth line, like the original comment said, fourth line could be most teams' thirds. Um, like if this was this team's third line, I, you know. Uh, but the way they're going to be used, kind of like a third line, like if they take on tougher defensive matchups... And then you use that Patrick, JVR, Jake line as not a fourth line, because I expect them to get more ice time, but I think the ice time is just going to be more evenly distributed throughout the lineup than most lineups, and that's a bonus with the depth we have uh but i just think the uh the ability to to be able to roll these lines that's that's this team's strength we saw it tonight come at pittsburgh and waves it's a close game the whole way and then suddenly the dam breaks boom flyers win 6-3 looks like they dominated Could only have been better if Limblom got that pass from Konecny. Yeah, I'm not a listen. I had a, the I I made I bet on every game tonight. Uh, but the uh the bets I had that really paid off. Uh, Flyers money line, obviously. Uh, how how am I not going to take that against pen the Pens on opening night? Just had to, and that was an emotional one. But I really felt Nolan Patrick. The story of it. Uh, just what he's gone through. He was going to score, and JVR uh, to, you know, kind of get that goal after the, the disappointing playoffs, the down scoring season he had last year. I realized the underlying numbers were good. I thought for at least in the first half of the season, JVR was one of the better players and just getting unlucky, and then it seemed like not scoring got in his head, and then it all just went to shit. But uh, I really felt that JVR and Patrick were going to light the lamp tonight, bet on it, and they did. So that was nice. Pure luck. Don't come to me for betting advice. Uh, I'm going to be giving it out on You Better You Bet uh, nightly, honestly, over on the Radio.com app. So listen for that, if nothing else. There's going to be a little bit of hockey talk, and I'll be involved in it. So if you're a big fan of me, uh, that's something to listen to. Uh, or at least just follow them on Twitter. But uh, it, it's it, tonight's a good night, man. I'm getting lost in all my sentences. I'm just fucking excited. Like the only thing I was, I've been pumped all week. We've done the season preview episodes that really got me in the mood, and then just waiting all day, just waiting all day. Been waiting all day for Wednesday night. Like, and then it pays off. Like they didn't throw in a clunker. They didn't lose in heartbreaking fashion. They came out and beat the Penguins, and the final score tells me it was a convincing win. And that just feels so good for my optimism this season. Every forward got a point except Voracek. And, like, that's huge that a guy like Jake, you know, the second highest paid player in the team, and I know we've made a big deal about that for most of his tenure, uh, you know, uh, it's huge that this team, like a Joel Farabee, can have a four-point night. And if I were to ask you before the game started, Who's gonna Who's gonna have the huge night? You know, Katori Giroux, Hayes. You know, it, it was never. Yeah, someone would have said Farabee just to be like, I like the kid. He's gonna break out, but we don't know. But the fact that they have this. Oh yeah, you know who's really good? The second year Joel Farabee, who's playing in our top six, which really helps everything. Really helps the whole machine go, if we can get something out of these guys, Farabee, Patrick, and Limblom. oh my god, how deep is this freaking team? Ha, the next comment is, how deep is this team? Way to go, uh, ice cream keen, love it. Uh, I thought Konechny goal hit Oscar in the head, I felt good, as much as I, you know, we like the players on the team, for the most part, uh, but like, as much as we wanted Oscar to score from a narrative standpoint, from an emotional standpoint, I thought it was very important Konechny get on the board early in this season, and he did. He gets he gets the goal in the first game, and now suddenly it's not. Like in my head, I'm like, okay, before post game, check his game logs on Hockey Reference and see when the last time he scored a goal. Like it was that in my head with Konechny. Like, how many goals does he have in his... Uh, and now we don't have to do that. Doesn't have to be a running tally of last time he scored and how many goals since X. Like, nope, he's on the board all as well. Yeah, Penn's D is... And then the green sick face, yeah. Roll four lines all year. I mean, hey, man, that's the plan. That's this team's... That is this team's blueprint. This is their strength. It's funny to think back a few years when we were projecting to basically now, you know, 2021, 22, uh, we were projecting and thinking, oh, my God, this defense, Provorov and Ghost and Sanheim and Myers and Moran and Haig, like, it's funny to see how it went, and this team is so deep on offense, and obviously Carter Hart and Nett, like, the question mark is the defense. And I don't even think it's that... It's not like they're bad. It's it's the weakness of the team. But if the weakness of your team is, all right, they're fine, and they might figure it out and end up being good, fuck, that's awesome. This Flyers team is going to wear other teams out. Yeah, and that's... And again, this is one out of 56, and the Penguins' defense is bad, and honestly, Tristan Jarry might be not very good. Um, But... Where the fuck was I going with this? Uh, this Flyers team gonna wear the teams? Yeah, this is like this is their strategy. That's that's what I'm going with here. Hart is not a puck handling goalie. Nah, home homeboy needs to stay in the net. That's stay in the net, Carter. I love you. Um, maybe you can work on it, uh, but the season is not the time. Oh, that's what I was going with on the wear teams out. It hit me in the middle of that. Yeah, stay in the net, Carter. But in terms of wearing teams out, fuck man. I know it's one out of fifty six. But that bodes well for the playoffs, no? Like, and that was, we thought we had that, but there was so, like, our depth was so depleted by the playoffs. Like, we're rolling out Grant and Thompson, and the bottom six just isn't what we wanted it to be. If Nolan Patrick is what we think he could be, and this thing keeps rolling, it is going to, forget in a single game, like in a seven-game series, they're going to be able to wear teams out, and that's huge. Uh, number eighty six, Whammo, yeah, man, Young Beezer, uh, Killer Bee, whatever you want to call, whatever you want to call them. I- I'm dead wrong. I was dead wrong about the change to number eighty six. I said on the show on Monday or Tuesday that I just I like higher numbers, like it's just cool. Higher numbers are cooler, uh, but eighty six wasn't. It's just not aesthetically pleasing to me for whatever reason. But uh, I like it now. Good change. Way to go, Faraby. Uh, gotta s- love seeing a team with little time to prepare for the season uh, not come out like we're used to seeing start a season. And absolutely, and they have to... And again, this is the first one. They won the first game last season, and then, and like, last season, there are... And we can call them excuses or we could call them reasons. Like, they're over in Europe to play the season opener and then they immediately go on a Western Canada road. Like, so yeah, it didn't go well to start the year even though they won the first one. I don't think that's going to be as much of a problem. Like, they open up two at home against the Penguins. None of their travel is, like, real travel this year. It's not like they go to fucking Europe and then the West Coast, and they're never on a standard time until three weeks into the year. Uh, I think they came home for one game, maybe, before the West Coast trip. I don't remember. Who gives a shit? It was last year. I'm just saying, like, even the narrative that they were bad on the road last year, we've talked about it ad nauseum. They weren't as bad... On the road, if you really look at the circumstances surrounding it, and if they can just have a little bit more consistency to start this year, not be one and two, one and three, uh, and before they get on their roll, man, I'm excited. If you can't tell, like Charlie said in the podcast, not sold on Jerry. Nah, nah. Penguins might not be very good. They might score a ton of goals, but they might not be very good. I need a roast beef sandwich. Yeah, man. Well, Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern. Best roast beef sandwich. I'm a big fan of the pork, though. They have a great roast beef. I'm, a, I'm more of a pork sandwich guy. Both are great. Uh, this forward core or 2010s. I like this year's better. Uh, I mean, it's one game, and the 2010 team goes to the cup. Uh, but, like, you know, and it, it, it fit their style, and hockey was even different 10, 11 years ago. But, like, Aaron Asham, good player, but would he or, like, Dan Carcillo be suited up for this team? I, I wonder. Like, Michael Roffel, Scott Lawton, NAK, they might be better than those guys. So, uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's funny, 11 years later, the key to success is JVR on the third line. <laughs> like, uh, the more things change, eh? Farabee 86th him, yeah, man, kill a B uh labats too Uh don't have the labat sponsorship yet but i will say like it's a great beer but oh haven't even taken a sip yet tonight's beer of the night and i have no sponsorships for beer so any uh anyone who knows anyone out there if anyone's looking to sell some beer on this podcast talk to me because i'm drinking a kate may white caps tonight uh double ipa i love kate may brewery and this i think is their best beer it's fucking delicious i'm gonna have like a bunch more of these when this ends wanted to be somewhat sober for the first post game of the year but um you know that's not going to last uh, Eric Gustafson <laughs> Eric Gustafson I get it yeah you made a ghost and you made his name in the ghost there uh, yeah look good on the power play few turnovers few things that need to be cleaned up but we talked about him being a guy you need to shelter and you you maximize his offensive output and you kind of try to hide him as best you can elsewhere Yeah, (laughs) he might be on the first power play unit before all is said and done. That's something I wanted to talk about, uh, the the power play. I really, and I didn't take note of who drew the penalty uh, and who was on the ice, but I believe it was the too many men penalty in the third period on Pittsburgh. They start with the second unit. And I really like this idea at home, starting with the second unit. If you see they have the number one PK guys out there, our second unit's basically as good as our first. I don't have. I like the uh, I like the idea of starting the second if, you know, you get last change. So you see they have the first PK unit out there. AV gets to make the decision. All right, we'll put the second unit, and we'll, you know, in 40. And it was 45 seconds. I think it was one fifteen when they made the change. Like, it wasn't a it, – it's not like the old Flyers where it was like, okay, a minute 30 – we make the change, you know, 25 seconds left. By the time we get back ice, there's like 15, and then the second unit just runs out the clock, basically. Uh, so I, AV has options, and the depth of this team means there's depth on special teams, too, which is freaking huge. Like Eric Gustafson, he might end up taking Provorov's place on that first power play, and there's always Sanheim uh, who can step in. Faraby playing that... Uh, playing that, like, point spot on his strong side there, uh, on, I really like that, uh, him on the left of that power play, I really dig that. Raffle goal was so funny, it was, because it was so raffle, uh, and, and it, I loved it person you know, a pass from behind the net, <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe resulted in a goal, we've been talking about that for as long as I've been doing these fucking post games, uh, but it was, like, him going into the boards, like, it was just so raffle, I love that guy, like, My mood on Raffle when he's on the fourth line is, like, two thumbs up. And when he moves up in the lineup, I'm like, son of a bitch. How don't we have a better player? On the fourth line, I freaking love him. And on this fourth line, I am a big fan. Don't sleep on that chicken pot pie. You know, I've heard that chicken pot pie is great. Ava loves chicken pot pie and said Fitzpatrick's is excellent. I personally have never had it. But, uh, like, how am I going to go and not get the pork sandwich? I fucking talk about it on here three times a week. Uh, but I've heard the chicken pot pie is excellent. Maybe I have had it before. I think I went on a chicken pot pie night. I don't remember. The Giroux Hayes-Faraby line was dominant, fun to watch G take over out there. Yeah, and, like, that's the uh, the fun part of this. Like, Claude Giroux comes away with one point. Kevin Hayes comes away with two Joel Faraby comes away with four. Like it's not it's not just Well yeah, the Flyers won because, you know, Drew and Voracek combined for six points. Like it's uh it could be anyone on any night. And when the big guys step up, it's huge. And if they don't, they still have a chance to win. It has not been that way in a long time. Farabee, the best 86 in the division. I mean, he has a big lead. He has a big lead on old Hughesy boy. What did, uh, let's for fun. I want to see something with Jack Hughes real quick. Not that it matters. Like, you know. He's, he plays for the Devils. He's irrelevant, but he had 21 points all of last year. Let's check those old game logs for Jackie boy. Did he ever have a four-point night? Like, based on 21 points, I can't say he did. What was his best output last year? He had a three. He had a three. He had a goal and two assists on October 25th. And then he had two two-point nights. So, at no point last year did Jack Hughes have a game as good as Joel Farabee did tonight. Outstanding. Sandheim getting under shrek's skin was fun to watch got a bloody chin for it i'm not into like game-worn stuff but i would wear i would buy and wear that Sandheim bloody jersey that was cool uh no that's I, one of the things i really wanted um this off season, and it's a mindset it's not yeah like you gotta you gotta get stronger everyone needs to get stronger every year and as you get older you get that man body and you know, I remember remember when Cole Hamels, uh, remember when Charlie Manuel was talking about Cole Hamels? He's like, he's got his man body now. Saw him with his shirt off. He looks like a man now. Like, Sandheim's coming into that age where he's, he's going to develop that man body and he can get a little stronger. And uh, I just wanted him to get tougher. I wanted him to get meaner. I don't know if he'll ever be Phil Myers or, you know, Sam Moran mean. Uh, but good to see. I, he needs to mix it up. Young Beezer, absolutely. I'll give you a Tin City Legacy twenty four. I'll give you a woo woo. NHL scoring leader Joel Farabee. You know what? I think he's I think he's earned Joel. I think he has earned Joel, uh, and he doesn't have to play off of Embiid anymore. Uh, he is just Joel Farabee. He doesn't have to be Joel. Best third line in hockey. One of the top fourth lines Um, the third line has a ton of potential I still I worry about them matchup wise here and there I think a ton of potential could put up some huge points Uh, there are matchup concerns but I freaking love our fourth line this is going to be such a fun season. They have such a better uh, mentality than the Hackstall era. era. Uh, no quit. Total confidence, even when down or tied. Yeah, when momentum starts to go the other way, I still feel uh, like, and I don't, fuck Hackstall, it's over. It's This is year two of Elaine Vigneault now, and they're trying to, like, they have a team good enough to win. I think Hackstall's teams could have been better, or at least could have been more aesthetically pleasing. Uh, but... At the end of the day, those teams weren't put together to, like, actually win. They were put together to stay afloat and keep people in the building while they rebuilt the rest of the organization. We've been over this so much. I've already said ad nauseum, so I don't want to say it again, like, in ten minutes. But basically, we've been over this. But, yes, in that era, a game like this would end up being 6-3 the other way. You know, momentum starts to swing... Oh, we got big goals. We're feeling good. Oh, they tied it up. Well, and that is not this team anymore. And I want to give Elaine Vigneault credit for that. I want to give Kevin Hayes coming in, his personality. I want to give that credit for the young kids. uh, I want to give them credit for breathing some life into this team. Uh, The veteran leaders who've been here, they finally have some help. I want to give everyone credit and a good goalie, Carter Hart. Don't want to leave him out. Uh, But... This season will, because we all think this team is very good and they looked very good for large chunks of the game tonight, this season, it's it's the playoffs that are going to matter, you know? I think winning the division and getting to the Final Four, conference final, whatever the hell you want to call it. There aren't conference, I don't, I, I called it on the preview last night, I said, give me your East and West champs, and everyone's like, there's no East and West, uh. I'm I'm not making fun of them but it was very nitpicky to point that out I will say uh, like I, I think if they don't get to that that third round of the playoffs that conference you know winner goes to the stand like once you're there that means you can win the cup you know you need luck you need a hot goalie you need health you need so many things other than just being a very good team the best team doesn't win every year we see that a lot uh, but this season is gonna come down to win the division. Get to that second to last round of the playoffs to me, and then everything after that is that like obviously, I want them to win the fucking cup, like yes, but that sort of progress is what they need to make, and yeah, you know, I think they have it, but right now, yes, their mentality, everything, the personality of this team, how can you not like it? Gus on the power play, yeah, just good decisions, getting the shot through uh deflectible pucks, obviously. Um, high or low I, I like what I'm seeing out of Gus in the power play other things could be cleaned up in his game but he's the opposite of Robert Haig he's the offensive guy you gotta you gotta deploy right Haig is the defensive guy you gotta deploy right and maybe you know we'll see if if Gostas Bear comes back into the lineup might be tough for him because coaches don't like to break up a winning lineup and they won the first one they got the pens again on Friday that's gonna be a fun game huh that's gonna be fun. Looking forward, looking very much forward to the uh the the back to backs and the the we're calling them we've uh, on my on the show I produce on radio.com, you you better you bet, in uh in basketball, they've started calling them duplex games. Cause you know, a home and home, you play one team and you're home, and then you play the same team and you're away. So home and home, two different places. Duplex, same home, Two different games, like I, I so we've been calling them duplex games in the NBA. Looking very much forward to these duplex games uh, and the uh, the aggression, the snarl that's going to come out of them. I think we have a chance to see some more, uh, much more physical, much more hate-filled hockey than we've seen. And I'm all for that. You know, I'm very much for that. I noticed a few Hague hits in this game. What did he? Let's let's check the old box score for for our boy Bobby. Uh four hits. Uh what was that second? Oh no, wow. Who had seven? Albay Q had seven. Uh Konechny had four. Myers had five and Haig had four. And that's where did Haig play? Haig only played fifteen minutes, so the other guys played substantially more, I think. Uh oh no. Albeit Q Bell had seven hits in eleven minutes. Jesus Christ. He's just throwing the body with reckless abandon out there. I love it. Matheson is so funny to watch when he's not on your team. Yeah, he's, you know. The fourth line has to be called the Murder Hornets, right? Ooh. Well, uh, typical ant birds, you have coined it. So, uh, oh, wow, 29%. Got to plug this in. It was on 100 when I started. Cannot wait to get a new laptop soon. Battery will not be as much of a problem. There we go. You're plugged in uh yeah murder hornets that's good ghost is not getting his job from gustafson i still wonder if you can put them in the same lineup it's tough for a coach to make that choice to have two guys Uh, but they do play a little differently uh but um basically same role you know different styles but same role um it'll be uh, i mean hey good problem to have Oh wow, these comments are timed, and I am so behind. I'm so I'm never gonna catch up on the comments, guys. Too soon to start calling him Gusty. Uh, I'm just I'm always gonna say Gus Bus. Like I, I know it's a totally different guy. I realize it's a totally different guy, uh, but I'm gonna call him Gus Bus. Love the jersey. They look great. Yeah, like would they be better without the white sleeves? I do think they would be. But it's not enough for me to be like, oh, my God, it's hideous. Like, I am a big fan of this jersey. I really like it. I got 23. I went with Lindblom Uh, because how can you not? It was between him and Hayes. Um, Hayes has a cooler number, but, like, Jesus Christ, it's Lindblom, you know? Whoa, that beard. Nice look, Bill. You're all respectable. What do I normally look like? If I look worse, I mean, like, it's straight on, it looks fine. It's when I turn that you see how patchy and shitty it is. Uh, It's basically just a goatee with, like, ugly sideburns. Uh, It's mostly neck. Uh, This is more time than we should spend talking about my facial here, I realize. But isn't this what I normally look like? I guess it's more trim than usual. This is just how it grows in naturally. This is, like, two weeks of growth. Gustafson securing that power play spot, yeah, man. I mean, why wouldn't he? Great shot, good control, and that's huge. The control is a big deal. Uh, how like, whether it's uh, Phil Myers who shot just every time gets freaking blocked. Like, if he could get, if he could get ten ten percent more of his shots through, he'd put up twenty more freaking points. I swear to God. Uh, and and ghosts, I mean, I love the guy, really do, but we all know about the control issues he has with his shot. I felt a collective sigh of relief when Patty scored. Just him going out and playing his game and looking good. Uh, and the goal is just icing on the cake. Felt that real sigh of relief, like I said, with Travis Konechny. He was just so just glad it's not like a thing that he hasn't scored. He has so many goals and how, like, he's good. If we don't get ghost bombs anymore in the power play, do we now have goose bombs from Gus? Hmm. We'll have to work on that one. I, I see where you're going. Goosebombs is something. Uh, we'll workshop it. That goal is huge for Patrick. He was always a second-half guy for those first two seasons. took a while to get confident. And, yeah, and I think, like, so much of that was, like, he's coming back from injuries, like, he's rehabbing instead of working on his game. Like, uh, he's had so many roadblocks in his way. I just feel good for the kid. If he can just hold down this role be productive, and look like a strong NHL player, it bodes so well for him and this franchise, honestly. Like, this franchise had a second overall pick dropped in its lap. The three picks, imme- or three or four picks immediately following him are all, like, en route to superstardom. And it's like, I okay, it would be really nice if he was something. And now if it's just, it, it could very well be clear sailing from him for, it could very well be clear sailing from here for him. And that would be freaking awesome. It, he doesn't even have to become a franchise center. Just a good freaking player. If he's just a good freaking player, that would be awesome. Faraby looked great tonight. Yeah, I mean, pff, that's an understatement. Patrick looked good for most of the game. I thought he looked a little less energetic in the third, probably needs conditioning time. They all need conditioning time. I mean, yeah, this team, and they had a strong third period as a team, and again, that's depth. That's the depth of this team. If you think someone might be a little winded, you, you cut down their ice in the third, someone else can take it and be fine. This T-shirt's like riding up. It looks like I'm one of those turtleneck weirdos. I hate ugh men's league turtlenecks are the worst like it's, it, if you're in the nhl no i'm not installing updates remind me tomorrow uh w- at which case i'll hit remind me tomorrow again uh like if you're in the nhl wearing the turtleneck like all right you still look stupid but you're in the nhl but uh, the men's league turtlenecks like what are you doing guy Faraby looked fast and focused. Yeah, and that's he had a takeaway on Crosby tonight. Crosby got a little wrapped up, and he just pokes the puck away, came away with it. And it was in the offensive zone. It was an offensive zone takeaway. Uh, He made Crosby turn it over on D, and like it was just a real nice play. Uh, Just little things. If that kid is as far ahead of the curve as I think he might be, oof, that's huge. Do you think getting another top four D-man will be a priority at the deadline because this forward core is a Cup-winning group? Yeah, if they're able to add, if someone's available, uh, I do think a especially a right-handed top four defenseman uh, would would round out this group very very well. Um, it's it's the glaring. And not even glaring like, oh my god, we're going to lose because of it. Like, it's not even that. It's just like, if you were to point to a hole on this team right now, and we're one game in and we're all feeling it, so we're happy. But if you're to point to the one issue with this team right now, they need another top four defenseman, and it would be really cool if he was right-handed. So, uh, yeah, I I, I do think if they're looking to add at the deadline, which there's no reason they shouldn't be, um, that will be the target, and, and, you know, we don't know about injuries or anything, what's going to happen down the line, so they might need something else, but as of right now, and not even at the deadline, like, they should be at least looking for possibilities to fill, you know what happens at the deadline? Prices go up, because everyone's looking to add, like, if they think that at any point from now until the deadline they can add a guy to play that role, it would be, it would be, uh, beneficial. Almost two years since the last time Patrick scored. Yeah, I got an ESPN alert with the uh, – it was April 2019. I don't need to look it up. It was April 2019. So, yeah, I mean, always great to beat the Pens. It really is. It really is, especially with people – like, you know, it's not a huge – I mean, it's the season opener, and it's against the Pens. It's national TV. It, it's, it's as big as you can get for the first game of the season. And it just gets everyone feeling it, like oh, it's a, it's a it's as big a win as you can have in the first goddamn game of the season. My man, I cashed the money line. Me too, my friend. Me too. I bet them, and then all of, like for a brief period today, it was bouncing back and forth. And suddenly the Flyers became a small underdog, so I bet them again, and they imme- like a bunch of people did, so they immediately became uh, the favorite again. But uh, I cashed a couple of Flyers bets tonight. Felt good. Plus the two guys who scored, Patrick and. Uh, JVR, So, feeling good about it. I haven't been this happy with this roster top to bottom for years. How could you have been? Like, even when we talk about the 2010 team, like, Brian Boucher and Michael Layton were in the fucking net. Like, how, you know, there was always something. It's nice that roll three lines doesn't fire up your ulcer. Ah, fuck, fuck three lines. Roll four lines. Uh, But yeah, like, in previous seasons, rolling three lines meant playing bad players. Uh. This game got me thinking about winning the cup, and I just think one more D-man is all we need. Uh, Yeah, I mean, again, yes, they, they could use another top four defenseman. Sure. But every team has holes. Like... There isn't a perfect team out there, you know? Team, A great team missing a goalie, uh, uh, really strong defense, not enough... Uh, every team has holes. Uh, and, you know, your top four defensemen are super important in the playoffs because you basically play them. Uh, but I'm very pleased with what they have right now. After that Penn's first goal, I was like, I'm just happy to be watching hockey right now. Uh, it's, well, uh, the guy, I was, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I was just like, oh no. <laughs> like, I'm getting ready to text, like, uh, Craig to be like, you want to do post-game? Because I don't think I have it in me if they lose. <laughs> Jesus, they're still taking their pads off and we're discussing deadline trades. I mean, it's just something to project and I don't think it's just a deadline issue. This is an issue, it's a, it's a, it's an area... That at some point will need to be addressed, and like when they bank more cap space, they'll actually be able to address it. So I guess like doing it tomorrow, they're not getting a top four defenseman because how? Uh, It's a it's a bank cap space situation, but it's we're projecting. We're also talking about them winning the fucking cup. Like you know, they won. They beat Pittsburgh six to three on opening night in a season that I didn't think was going to start until September. Let's be excited. Let's get a few more here before we wrap things up. Are the Flyers actually a good team? Are we there? Yes, we are. It has arrived. It is the time. I mean, we saw it last year. They were good at the end of last year. I realized the playoffs were a disappointment, and we can say that about every playoffs in most of our lifetimes because they haven't won a cup since 1975. I realized the playoffs were a disappointment last year, but we started to see it. And now those young guys that we needed to take a step, perhaps they have. It is here, three years away from being three years away or whatever. It's finally three years, <laughs> like it's here. Gus looked good on the power play, but that was about it. Kind of worrying. I don't know about worrying because I think you can shelter him. I think it's a it's a it's a situation where he's a third pair D man who you use in the right role. Murder Hornets fourth line. Really fun, I agree. Uh, So Faraby scores 224 points this season. I think he's on pace for more, isn't he? What did did he have? Four? What's four times 56? 224. You were right. I thought someone said 256 earlier, but maybe it was just one of my idiot friends who can't do math. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think the most Gretzky ever had was 215, so uh, obviously Faraby's by far the best player of all time. Simmer was the first oh man, Simmer fought. I'm gonna have to go back and watch that. He was the first fight of the season and he mopped some dude up. Um yeah, that's yeah. I'm gonna have to watch that. That you know, I got a Simmons jersey over my left over my right shoulder. I'm so bad at the mirror imaging. Um Braun on top line D is my biggest worry certainly and I think it's going to be a revolving door until they trade for somebody or find something that works I don't think Braun is going to be like for 20 games the the guy playing alongside Provorov and like what a you know Provorov played 23 minutes Braun played 18 Uh, I guess okay a little disparity there with power play but he played more alright either way I don't think they're going to lean on Braun 18, 20 minutes a game as this thing goes on. At least we don't need to go on the long Western road trips. Yeah. No West Coast trips and no Disney on ice because Christmas is over. Like, this season, is it's... With the Flyers' depth and the fact that they don't have to do those stupid fucking trips, it's really shaping up in their favor. <laughs> Am I the only one liking the 5.30 start? Um, I didn't love it because I work at that time. I got to leave work early tonight, but uh, I don't think they're going to make that exception for me um, You know, regularly. So I'm not a big fan. love the 7.30 or even 8 o'clock starts. Those would be real nice. All right, we're going to do a couple more and wrap it up. Fuck yeah, baby, I agree. Um, Scott Lawton has to be the best fourth C in the league. Uh, that's a It's a great line, man. Provy is so robotic on the power play. I agree. I don't love him on the power play. Um, he's, I just wish Sanheim could grab that role, uh, but he just hasn't. Braun will be fine. He's a good, steady, stay-at-home defenseman. He is. He's good in the defensive zone. And, like, most stay-at-home defensemen get that label because they're just bad. But he is actually good in the defensive zone. Um, you just got to figure out a way to play him 15, 16 minutes a game, not 18 to 20. Who's jersey? Oh, yeah, this is from 834. It's a 20-minute-old 20, 20 comment. I said Blom. it's Lindblom. Honestly, not the smartest play from Hart on that attempted clear, but let's be honest, if it's anyone other than Crosby there, the puck most likely makes it out. No, you don't. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't clear it up the middle ever, please. Let's get a few more. Oscar got credit for the TK goal? Did he? Uh, it's on the... I have the box score open and it looks like TK still. AV just said he wished fans were there to welcome back Lindblom. Uh Yeah. I, I, we, we talked about that on the pod a week or two ago. Like, It sucks that he's made this comeback and there hasn't been anyone there. Like, God damn it. If any, like, God damn it. It would be so nice to just give that kid a standing ovation. That would feel so good. Scroll down, get a few more recent ones and call it a night. Uh, Why isn't Myers on the power play unit? I mean, why should he be? What's he done offensively in the league? Like... I, I realize we like him. I like him too. I think he could be a decent point producer one day, but fact is he just doesn't like what, he never gets a shot through. It always gets blocked. Yeah, you put that puck in the corner talking about uh, talking about Carter Hart like don't don't do that. Just eat it. Do literally anything else. Fucking pick it up with your pick it up with your blocker hand and throw it over the glass and take the penalty. <laughs> Literally just don't do that. Uh I want a good one to end it. On a side note, gotta love that Malkin was largely unnoticeable tonight. Damn, I can't stand him. It's just nice to beat them. Um Awesome seeing this post-game chat finally. Hey, man, I'm here. I'm here. I've been here. I've been here 47, 48 minutes now. Feels amazing to have post-game back. I agree. It makes me feel like I'm not a bum. All right. Uh, That's it. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for hanging out. I'm going to be back on Friday for the postgame. I will be with you most of the season. Uh, on the off nights, I can't do it. Someone will probably be filling in. But I plan on doing a large majority of these 56 games and then the, uh, the postseason as well, as I have, uh, for the last several years. So thank you all for listening. Thank you for hanging out. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button. Both here, I don't really... I, something follow subscribe, whatever it is on Twitch, do that. But also, wherever you find podcasts, search Broad Street Hockey, and boom, content delivered to you daily. Uh, Much appreciated if you do that. So that's it. I don't really have anything else to sell tonight, so uh, go to Crest Tavern if you're in the Wildwood Crest, Jersey Shore area. Uh, My name is Bill Matz. Woo! Have a great week, everybody.